Hello, it's Johnny from Johnny's Book Reviews, a site to help inspire you guys to go read. So go read. If you don't want to miss an episode, follow this podcast. Turn on the notifications by turning on that little bell. In this episode, I'm reviewing your score by Anthony Davenport. I'm also discussing what I liked and disliked about the book and some lessons from the book that I applied to my life. So before we begin, let's talk about real estate. It's a really good passive income, but how do you get into real estate? You have to buy the property and deal with annoying tenants. Who wants that, really? What if you could buy into a portfolio an account that buys the properties for you and handles the tenants? Is that such a thing? Yep. It's called a real estate index fund. But I use Fundrise as this company is one of the better real estate index funds out there. You can start as little as $5. And if you use my referral link, you get $25. HTTPS slash slash fundrise.com slash R slash OPR 3ZP. Again, it's fundrise.com slash r slash opr 3zp. You'll get a $25. I'll get $25 as well. But the main point is that you're going to be setting up a real awesome real estate portfolio risk fee. You don't have to worry about the tenants. You don't have to worry about buying the property. They have properties, commercial warehouses, and multi-million dollar apartment complexes when you invest into this account you're buying shares specifically into those buildings and those properties that they own now but once you buy or put money into the account diversifies it into all the properties that they own so again use my referral link sign up and get started with real estate today again my referral link is Rise.com slash R-O-P-R-3-Z-P. Again, the referral link is O-P-R-3-Z-P-R. What is this book about? It's a financial book over something you might pass over because you want something that changes your life instantly. And the book that comes to mind for me that a lot of people get and read instantly is... Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. A lot of people read this book because they think it's going to change their life instantly. No. I've read over 20 financial books from Chelsea Fagan, who wrote The the Financial Diet, to David Bach, who wrote Start Late, Finish Rich, and Automatic Millionaire, etc. I've read so many financial books. The biggest theme that comes out of these books is that being rich is not a quick thing. Yes, you can build wealth quickly. You can become semi-retired at a very young age, right? But it takes a lot of sacrifice and a lot of work. You got to build that up if you want to semi-retire or retire at an early age. But also, you have to be able to sustain your life for over 40 years if you want to retire very early. Also, the biggest thing too is that if you're going to go into your side hustle, check that out. But basically, I mentioned this risk, the idea of going full send in a side hustle. And 
the only thing that I would say to do it is, is if the opportunity is right now, and specifically if that's a retail job or a restaurant job, those are the kind of the big things I would say, like go full send in. Now, if you have a emergency account or money saved up, that's always great just in case so that that business doesn't fail. Sometimes the opportunity arises where you just need to kind of go into that area and see if it works. Now, my hope and my plan is that you would have enough money saved up just in case. And that's what I would say with if you're doing that with any other entrepreneur thing, if it's an online business, etc. I would have I would say at least have a year saved of expenses just in case because you might not be getting a lot of money. I always think of this idea as well is that if you're not making upwards to what you're making now, your full-time job, you definitely shouldn't go and take the risk and try to do your side hustle as your full-time job. Not until your side hustle makes more money or about the same money as you're making with your full-time job. Then you can do or go full send into your side hustle. With this side hustle and turning it into a full-time job, sometimes that doesn't occur for a lot of people. And I would say, hey, work at your job that you really want to work at. You know, it could be a dream job. I hope it's your dream job. I hope it's a job that you've always wanted to work at. Investing in a retirement in a 401k or IRA. And that's how a lot of people have gained a significant amount of net worth. So the biggest thing is you wouldn't think that credit score helps you financially, but it does. A bad credit score fucks up your chances of getting a mortgage loan, an auto loan, and many other loans. Actually, some companies that you apply for will actually look at your credit score, which is morally wrong. I don't think they should do that, but they can and some do. But also some apartment complexes actually look at your credit score. And they do this because they are trying to see if you're good. They're just trying to see if you're a person who does payments on time and what your payment history is, etc. Now, if you don't have anything on your credit score, that could actually get you denied specifically on living at that apartment complex. Now, it's not always the case, but it could. And the biggest thing is this credit score is very important. I call it the adult GPA. It really dictates your life. If you can't really do like this really controls every aspect of your life. Sadly, but it is true. So this book specifically goes over the myths about credit score, goes over the the concepts over credit score, how to build it, etc. Now, I would highly suggest reading this book first before you read any other financial book. So this is what I would do. This is the kind of the plan. If you're reading financial books, this is what I would start with. Your score by Anthony Davenport. That's the first and foremost one. Right after that, Go into the myths and misconceptions about building wealth. This is going to tell you specifically on what majority of people who have a high net worth do. So this is Millionaire Next Door by Thomas Stanley. Everyday Millionaire by Chris Hogan. And then I would say Baby Step Millionaire by Dave Ramsey as well. However... Everyday Millionaire and Baby Step Millionaire, 
is essentially the same book, so you don't really need to read both of them. They're essentially the the study over 10,000 millionaires and what they do, what they invest in, etc. But basically, Dave Ramsey, what he did was just reword it, put it into a different book, a little bit longer, whatever you did. But it's essentially the same information as in The Everyday Millionaire by Chris Hogan. Now, there was a feud between those two people. Chris Hogan actually worked for Dave Ramsey. He actually quit several months ago, and there was a feud. And I think because of that feud, Dave Ramsey decided to make and reprint the Everyday Millionaire book, but with his own name on it, and then with his own wording and chapters and etc. But it's the same book, essentially. That's what I'm trying to say. And then after that, I would progress forward to finding books that have a good financial base, right? And tell you and give you a good plan. So that's David Bach's books, Automatic Millionaire, Start Late, Finish Rich, Chelsea Fagan's book, Financial Diet, and her podcast, Tori Dunlap's book, which is coming out on December 27th, 2022, and her podcast, Financial Feminist. I Will Teach You to Be Rich by Ramit Sadi, Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey, Get Good with Money by Tiffany Hallish. She provides 10 simple steps to become financially whole. So th- those are the kind of the books that I would start with as a plan and kind of pick out the concepts that kind of worked for you. For me, I didn't really like Dave Ramsey's plan of taking out my contributions on a 401k or investments and then being able to dump all that money into debt. That didn't make sense at all to me because then I'm losing a lot of years for compound interest when I am investing. I should still invest, but also focus heavily on to debt. And I didn't really like that. I do like his baby steps and what he offers. I don't like his, his conservative way of putting all your money into debt. No, I think you should put 70, 80% into the debt and then the rest into stocks, real estate, and then also a 401k. That's what I would advise doing because again, you're losing all that compound interest over the period of time. So for me, it would be, I'm losing five years of compound interest money that my company is giving me. No, I'm not going to miss out on that opportunity. All right, after those books, I will go with the more advanced books. Millionaire Fascinating by MJ DeMarco, Rich Dad Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, and then finally, Financial Freedom by Grant Sebastian. Basically, these three books don't really talk about debt, but they really heavily focus on passive income streams and building your wealth quickly and then being able to get a lot more money. But I I think the biggest thing is that you should start building a foundation, paying off debt. If you have that, a lot of people have debt and then start putting money, more money into different passive income streams. But that's the kind of guideline that I would do with financial books. So this book specifically, your score talks about credit score, the misround and how to build it. So I would highly suggest reading this book again. And to be honest with you, yeah, your credit score is very, very important. 
So Anthony Davenport worked for Wells Fargo, and he learned that the bank is trying to rob you. He's doing at Wells Fargo. They were doing shady stuff so that you pay more in interest fees, etc., so that the customer is forking over their hard-earned money to this bank. That's wrong. He wanted to change that. He has a really good site at anthonymdavenport.com, so check that out. My review. This is a great book. If you don't know much about credit cards and credit score, I'll check out this book now. This is a very important book to understand how credit cards work. Now, if you don't know, if you know a lot of information about credit cards, you know a lot of information about credit scores, you don't have to really read this book. But again, this provides a little bit more understanding of how credit cards work, how credit score works, and the myths around the credit score. This is actually a very important component that dictates your life. You have to understand it to be able to get a better score and to be able to get better loans, mortgage and auto loan, which is very important. So what did I like? Number one, he worked at uh, a really established bank called Wells Fargo. And he realized that the bank was doing some shady fucking things for customers to make them pay more money in interest. He knows the ins and outs of how banks make money off you. And this book outlines the ways to help you so you, you don't get into that trap. And the biggest way that banks make money is overdraft fees and also credit cards. So if you don't have a credit card or afraid of credit, I know I was, offer a credit card that acts like a debit card. And this is the option through Chime. You decide how much money you spend on the Chime card. You can only use the card if you put money in on the card. This card reports to all three bureaus, Experian, TransUnion, and Equifax, which is very important. Use my referral link, chime.com slash r slash Johnny M, J-O-H-N-N-Y-Y-I-M, and sign up for this credit card that actually saves you money, helps you build a solid credit score. You also get $100 for signing up. I'll get $100 as well, but that's not the point. The point is getting a credit card that doesn't fuck up your credit score. You also don't have to wait for a decision, as Chime doesn't base the decision off your credit score, so it doesn't give you a hard pull, which affects a credit score. Chime makes the decision based on your income, which is pretty cool. So the, the card is no annual fee, no interest fee, and no credit limit. It saves you money and also reports the, the amount of money you put into that card to the credit bureau every month. Sign up for the card today, use my referral link, and get $100. Chime.com slash r slash Johnny M. Again, it's Chime.com slash r slash Johnny M. What I dislike. Number one, he doesn't focus much on debt. This is very important because you can get into a lot of debt if you use credit cards unwisely. They can help if used correctly, but like me, I didn't use them correctly or I had to use them because I didn't have any other income or much income in grad school, I had to use them. They were kind of my emergency saving account, which is really bad. It actually hurt me more in the long term. So if I could do it all over again, I wouldn't have got a credit card through Discover until I established a better understanding behind my credit card and how a credit card works. To I would have used or opted with a, a bank account that 
has a credit card with training wheels, like Chime. If you use my referral link, chime.com slash r slash Johnny M, you get $100, like I said before. But also, their credit card is amazing because you don't have to worry about getting into credit card debt or a high interest fee or annual fee. You can use the card like a debit card and it reports all the information to the credit bureau. That's amazing. And if I had the chance, if the, if Chime was there a couple years ago, I would have used Chime and then I would have used Discover or whatever else to get rewards and to be able to establish a higher credit limit, but also a longer payment history through my credit cards. Now, I wish he kind of talked a little bit about how to avoid credit card debt and how to get out of credit card debt. That is totally fine. Uh, the The biggest thing is, again, looking at Dave Ramsey's book, Total Money Makeover. He discusses a lot about debt, specifically credit card debt, but also student loan debt. So definitely check out that book. There's a couple lessons that I got from the book. Number one, though, is focus on what matters. So before we get into the credit score and before I tell you guys what I would focus on, you have to get your credit score. So you can get your credit score at myfico.com. You can get it for free and each individual bureau. But if they're like significantly different, you got to look at each different report and see what's wrong. So, so all three credit bureaus report different, report differently. And you have to look at all three if your scores significantly higher or lower from each different credit bureau because there could be a dispute or collection on one of the reports and you have to dispute that and resolve it as quickly as possible. That's what I would do. Now, Credit Karma is not really that good. It's not really accurate. It's about 40 to 50 points below what your actual score is. So I honestly don't really rely on Credit Karma that much. It's a great option, yes, but it's also not the most accurate. Do not do Credit Karma. Now, once you get your credit score, I'm assuming you'll probably have to work on two things, but you might have to work on a couple other things. But credit score is based on five categories. It says a payment history, which is 35%. Amounts owed, that's 30%. Length of credit history, which is 15%, which is very important. New credit, 10%. And credit mix, which is 10%. So payment history and amounts owed account for 65% of your credit score. Now, if you add in length of credit history, that is 80% of your credit score. That's a lot that is determining your credit score. So number one is payment history, which is the payments you make each month on a certain loan. That could be a, that could be a credit card, a student loan, auto loan, or a mortgage loan. This is very important. So to establish payment history, you have to be able to make consistent payments on that loan. The ultimate way to tell a bank, credit card company, etc., that you make your payments on time is a credit card. Now, you can get your credit card through Discover, etc. You can also get a credit card through Chime.com. And this is a credit card with training rules. So if you don't have a credit card or if, you cre if you're scared of credit cards, this is the best option because it doesn't have an annual fee. 
interest rate or credit limit so you don't get into debt. It's basically like a debit card and it reports this information to the credit bureaus, Equifax, TransUnion, and Experian. If you use my referral link, chime.com slash r slash johnnym, J-O-H-N-N-Y-Y-I-M, you will get $100 with a qualifying deposit of $200 or more within the next 45 days. I'll get $100 as well, but that's not the point. The point is that this credit card is really good for establishing great payment history, and then also it's really good to establish a credit card onto your account without worrying about getting into debt. So amounts owed is the second thing is credit utilization. So how much money have you used out of your credit limit? Credit limit is actually really important. The thing is you can't max out your credit limit. So my credit limit right now is at 6,000 and majority of that's from credit cards. So I've used all $6,000. So my credit utilization is at 100%. You need to be below 30% and if not, your score tanks significantly. So take me for example. I had a roughly a 730 credit score, which is really good. I used up all my credit limits and maxed them all out. It took me two and a half years to pay them off. I just paid them off. And my hope is that my credit score is going to be up to 700 again. Right now it's at 650. My score dropped almost 80 points because I maxed out my credit limit. The other thing is having a credit card or a loan for a long period of time. That's the length of credit history. Banks, credit bureaus, uh, auto loans, mortgage loans. To basically get a mortgage loan and auto loan, they look at the length of credit history as well. And the ultimate time frame that you'll need is 10 years. For me, I'm almost there. I think I got four or five more years to go, which is really good. That time or that length of credit history should really rely on your credit card. And that's why I suggest getting a credit card and just keeping it but i would use if you don't know anything about credit cards or if you're scared of a credit card use chime and if you are a little bit better with credit cards you start building that better relationship with credit cards then i'll start going with discover etc the thing is you have to keep that credit card for a long period of time do not cancel the credit cards. If you're in credit card debt, this is what I would do. Get a personal loan, pay off that credit card debt. I would not cancel your credit cards out. And I'll mention this a little bit more in depth in the second lesson. The main reason behind that is because you want to keep the length of credit history that you had with that credit card. That's what I would say. So kind of focus on what you need to do to the help increase your score so for me i'm going to want to get back to 750 or 730 i want to get above 730 i actually want to get to an 800 credit score because it's really going to help me out and if i really want to get a mortgage loan it's going to be at the lower interest fee as well as an auto loan it's going to be the lowest interest fee so that is really what i'm hoping for and striving for that is the journey but that's it for lesson number one Number two is get out of credit card debt quickly. I had to take a loan from my bank, but it was the best decision ever. And banks make money off credit cards and trap you and and make you stay in debt for a long time. So you have to get rid of this debt quickly. 
I would suggest taking a personal loan to wipe out that credit card debt. This is what I did, and it wiped out all my credit card debt, which is wonderful. I wouldn't cancel the cards like I said in the previous or prior lesson because canceling those credit cards also cancels the length of time you had those credit cards, which is very important for companies to look at and actually look at heavily. So I would keep the credit cards. Now, if you have to, I would suggest taking out a couple, but I wouldn't, I wouldn't take out the, the credit card that you've had the longest. I'll take out the other ones that you've got recently. That's really how I would get out of credit card debt. Now, I couldn't use this personal loan option until I had a you know job, but I kind of procrastinated, and I wish I started this process a little bit sooner. I actually saw a personal loan option from one of the banks I was passing in Lisbon, and I figured it was actually a really good idea. So I instantly applied to the banks that I am a part of, Atlantic Regional. I applied for the personal loan and I got approved. And it was really cool because I literally looked at my account a couple of days ago. My credit cards are all paid off. Now I got one place to pay for my credit card payments. And also the interest fee is not 25%. It's 15%. And I could pay that off very quickly. The loan It's $6,000. I could pay that off very quickly. And that's what I'm working toward. I'll say that because like credit card companies trap you and they make you stay in debt with them for a long period of time. So if you are able to get a personal loan and wipe out those credit cards, credit card debt as quickly as possible. All right, that is it for this episode over your score by Anthony Dave Porter. This is a really good book. I highly suggest reading it. It really discusses about credit score, the misrun, and how to build it. It is a really good one to start with financially. You know, I, I reviewed this book. I discussed what I liked about the book, what I disliked about, and two lessons that I got from the book. But that is it for the episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys want to support this channel or this podcast, provide a monthly donation of either a dollar or $5 or $10 and it'll help out providing better reviews for you guys. Thank you guys so much. And you can support the channel through anchor.fm slash Johnny Spook Reviews slash support. I would really appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening and I will talk to you guys in the next one.